Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. This year at New Providence, we are celebrating our 161st year of existence in ministry. For some 161 years, God has blessed and favored us to continue steadfast in ministry. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, we as a church have already come. But we know that it was by the grace mercy and compassion of God that we were able to survive and not only survive, thrive through the years of our existence. Our homecoming committee for this year selected our homecoming theme Thankful for the past, rejoicing in the present, and embracing our future. They selected as the foundational scripture text for the theme this year, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 which reads, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and uh, a future. Let us take a look at a few reasons why God told Jeremiah to write these words to his people. In the preceding verses of our scriptural text for today, we discover that Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon has deported 10,000 of the Israelites from Jerusalem and has taken them captive to Babylon. This captivity took place in 597 B.C. The prophet 
Jeremiah writes this letter from Jerusalem to the surviving elders among the people and to the priests, the prophets, and to all the people that were taken captive to Babylon. Jeremiah writes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Let me, let me, let me read that again. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> Let's listen closely again. To the words that the prophet Jeremiah, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wrote to God's people. The Israelites who were now in captivity in Babylon. Jeremiah writes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carry into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Jeremiah, from the outset of his letter, informs the children of Israel that it was not King Nebuchadnezzar and the armies of Babylon who were solely responsible for their being exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. But it was the plan of God. Dr. Hedgie, why would God send his people into an exilic reality? Can I answer? Because of sin and disobedience to his word, his will, and his way. The nation of Israel had become corrupt and outright disobedient to the covenant that God had established with them and their forefathers. So God used King Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians as a tool to correct and bring the Israelites back to him. And my brothers and my sisters, when we as
as a people and when we as a nation are acting and walking in disobedience to God, God has the right to allow a marauder <laughs> to overtake us and drag us into a state of captivity. God can allow a people or a pestilence to take us into captivity until we repent of our evil and sinful ways. I've been telling you that I believe that the COVID-19 pandemic that we are now facing is a corrective tool being used by God to bring us as a people and a nation back to him. <laughs> Jeremiah writes this is what the Lord Almighty the God of Israel says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon build houses and settle down plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage. Listen to me good. Even though God was behind the children of Israel's exile to Babylon. By having Jeremiah to write this letter to them, demonstrated the fact that he had not abandoned them. <laughs> they were still his people. God still cared about them. And let me say right now, on this 2021 homecoming Sunday, to someone who is watching and listening today, that you may feel right now that your life is in a state of godly exile. But I stop by to tell you that even though you may feel that you are in an exiled reality, that your life is still important to God. God has not 
abandoned you. I want you to know that God is still with you. Matter of fact, he is closer to you than ever before. He still loves you and still cares for you. Can I get an amen in the house? <laughs> Jeremiah tells the Israelites, yes, it was God who sent you into exile, but God does want you does not want to, you to lose all hope while you are going through your season of exile. He doesn't want you to think that life is over for you. Matter of fact, God wants you to become proactive and productive while you are going through your season of exile. God says, Jeremiah tell to build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage. In other words, the prophet Jeremiah is telling the Israelites that this season of exile will not last forever. But on the other hand, it will not vanish quickly. Jeremiah is letting them know that God's exilic plan for them will last for a while. So since they were going to be in exile and captivity for a while, Jeremiah says that God says you might as well make the best of your situation. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Jeremiah says, God wants you to resume normal activities even though you are in exile in Babylon. Jeremiah wants to remind the Israelites that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. In other words, no matter where on this planet called earth that they found themselves, whether in Jerusalem or in captivity in Babylon, that God was still in control. 
and that no matter where they were positioned, that God had the power to bless and favor them. And I want to let somebody know today that if you don't know this, listen real good. God is still in control. God is still on the throne. Lord have mercy. And I want to let somebody know that even though your life may feel like it is spinning out of control, I've stopped by to tell you that the God that we serve is never out of control and that he has the power to bring control back into your life. But Dr. Heggie, but Dr. Heggie, maybe, just maybe, that might be the problem why some of our lives feel like they're so out of control. Maybe we need to stop trying to control our lives and let God be in trouble. Well, let me quickly move on. Jeremiah lets the Israelites know that their exile to Babylon was not going to be a short period of time. He tells them to build houses, plant gardens, and marry. Now remember with me where the children of Israel, the people of God are. They are in captivity in Babylon. They are under the rule of King Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonian people. They are subjects to them. But check this out. Jeremiah tells them that even while they are in captivity, that God would cause them to find favor with their Babylonian captors and that these Babylonians would allow them to build homes, plant gardens, and increase in number even while they were in captivity. And I don't know about you, but I thank God that we serve a God who can cause us to find favor even with our enemies. He can cause our enemies to bless and favor us. King Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians 
had to grant God's people his favor because it was God who allowed them to take them into exile. And check this out. If God was behind them going into exile, then God was responsible for them while they were in exile. And God wanted his people to thrive and just not survive during the exile. Oh, man. Jeremiah continues his letter by telling the Israelites that God says to them that while they're in exile, not only plant gardens and build houses and marry, he says, God wants you to pray or seek the peace and prosperity of the city that you are exiled in. God tells Jeremiah to tell the people to pray to him for the city and their captors. For if they prosper, they will prosper too. In other words, what you saying, Pastor? It is not always expedient to pray evil upon those who may have you in captivity. For the evil that you pray on them may ultimately affect you. Lord, I know this is a good word. Since they were going to be in exile for a while, God tells them to pray that Babylon remains in a state of peace and prosperity. For what happens in Babylon doesn't only stay in Babylon, but it directly will affect the Israelites. Mm. Well, lest I keep you too long. The prophet Jeremiah has written and told the Israelites that God was behind their being exiled to Babylon. He tells them that while they are in exile, that God wants them to build homes plant gardens, and marry. In other words, God wants them to remain proactive and productive while they are in exile because they were going to remain in exile for a season. The Bible says now there were some prophets and diviners who were carried off with the Israelites to Babylon, who were preaching 
and prophesying to the Israelites that their exile to Babylon was going to be short-lived. They were saying to the people, y'all, don't do a thing. Don't try to make the best of this situation. For God is going to deliver us quickly out of this captivity. Jeremiah writes, do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. Lord have mercy. Am I still in the book? I have not sent them declares the Lord. And my brothers and sisters let me say this to you this morning. Some of us need to stop listening to all the modern day prophets and diviners that are speaking to us through social media. There are so many lies that are being spread about and, and can I make it specific? So many lies being spread as a result of the COVID-19 virus that many of us are believing the lies and are ending up sick or even dead. <laughs> can I give you an example of a false prophet? You remember when COVID first struck our nation, our lying president at that time, Donald Trump, said that we should not worry or concern ourselves with the virus for it will soon just Go away. Yeah, yeah, y'all heard the lie, y'all. He told us that the virus will disappear with the change of the seasons. And here we are, some 18 months later, with the virus still reaping havoc among us. All I'm saying is you better be careful whose prophecy you declare as fact. Some of us watching and listening are refusing to be vaccinated 
because we are listening to lies and not the facts. Listen to me good. Those of you who believe that the COVID virus is a hoax, just ask somebody who has had COVID or who has lost a loved one to COVID. Ask them, is it a hoax? Okay. Let me move on. Let me move on. I done kept y'all too long already. <laughs> Jeremiah writes to the people in captivity. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years, somebody say 70 years, are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise. To bring you back to this place. <laughs> so God, through the prophet Jeremiah, reveals to his people how long they will be in captivity. He tells them that they will be in exile for 70 years. And I don't know about you, but I hope and I pray that this COVID-19 exile that we are currently experiencing does not last for 70 years. Anybody on my street? God tells them how long they will be in Babylon. He says, 70 years. But then God tells them some good news. God tells them that he has a plan <laughs> for them. Lord, have mercy. In other words, God is saying to them that everything that has taken place in their lives is still a part of his divine plan and that he has the final say over their lives. And I don't know about you, but I am so glad that God has the final say over your life and my life. I'm glad that no matter what comes into our lives, that God's plan will be fulfilled. <laughs> oh, Lord, I thank you. God had promised the children of Israel the promised land. And though he had to remove them for a season in order to correct them, 
he was going to keep his promise and return them to the promised possession. Jeremiah tells the children of Israel that they are still in God's plan and that God will fulfill his word to them. Jeremiah writes that God says, for I know <laughs> the plans I have for you. Deacons, let's stop right there. Those words are something that all of us can shout about. God says that I know the plans I have for you. <laughs> In other words, God is telling his people that he already knows where they are, where they are going, and what lies ahead for them. In other words, nothing catches God by surprise. <laughs> God says, I know. And aren't you glad this morning that he knows? The hymnologist wrote, Jesus knows all about our struggles and he will guide us till the day is done I'm glad God says I know he knows our ups and our downs he knows how much we can bear. He knows everything that is going on in our lives. God says, I know the plans I have for you, my brothers and my sisters. Isn't it good to know that when others write you out of their plans, that God still has a plan for your life. And do you know what I've discovered? I have discovered that God's plan takes precedence over man's plans. God can still bless us even when others try to curse us. God can work for our good in any situation. And look what God tells them his plan is. God says to them, my plan for you is to prosper you 
and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. Can I have three more minutes? Merriam-Webster's Dictionary defines prosper as to succeed in an enterprise to become strong and flourishing. It defines the word hope as to want something to happen or be true and think that it could happen or be true. To cherish a desire with anticipation and to desire with expectation of obtainment or fulfillment. In other words, God was telling his people, even though you're in exile, you need to change your thinking. Anticipate that I'm still at work in your life and that I'm going to carry you through this exile. Jeremiah tells the captives that God is going to show grace, mercy, and compassion towards them in their future because he is the God of grace, mercy, and compassion. He is the God of another chance. And so the exiled people of God can find hope in the fact that God was not through with them yet. And on this homecoming Sunday, God sent me here today with this message of hope to you. God wants you to know that we are still his people and that he still has a part of us in his divine plan. God says he still wants to prosper us not harm us. He wants to give us hope and the future. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to take God at his word. Will you take God at his word? I refuse to believe no matter how tough life might be I refuse to believe that life is over for me I know do you know that there is hope in God there is hope in God's plan and I don't know about you but my hope I said my hope is built 
are nothing less than Jesus, his blood, and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy, I said holy, completely lean on Jesus' name, on Christ, on Christ, the solid rock, I'm standing, you are standing, and it's because we believe that God still has a plan for our life, and because God has a plan that he wants us to live with hope, somebody say hope, live with hope for a blessed and favored future. Amen. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's Word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Varina, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.NewProvidenceBaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.